Okay. Hello, everybody, and welcome to. Oh my god! <laughs> <Is everything> okay? <laughs> That's what I want to ask you. Is everything okay? Anyway, hello, everybody, and welcome to Peach Dam. Peach Dam. P H Dam. H. <laughs> oh, because well, I say H. Oh, okay. And <laughs> we just said it at the same time. Welcome to PH Dam, the podcast about damned PH. What? No. Okay. I'm starting again. Right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to PH Dam, the podcast for damned PhD students, those who wish to become damned PhD students, Franny's friends, and those who what? have graduated. <laughs> because, like, I feel like Franny brought many people. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're probably so did not I, PhD by students. the way. Your second best. Um, not second best, but like second largest uh, listeners are from India. So that's true. Yeah. No, actually, I think the US has pushed in. Really? Now. Wait, let me no see. No way. Oh wow! I'm just gonna quickly check. <gasps> what for a second? India went this down is a little bit. India went down a little bit, but it might have brought itself back because it was only like by one percent or something. Right. So I'll be so see. disappointed. I don't have to bully people in right. India. Oh, no, India's still second, right? Ooh, now okay. India's, like, proper Ooh, in the front. Well okay. done, guys. Shout out to West Bengal region specifically. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. We love you there. Mm-hmm. And like, you love us. None of none of my friends live there anymore. But then they, like, our second... That's, like, the, the yeah, region. Yeah, but they don't live in West Bengal anymore. <laughs> they live in Delhi and Bombay and, like... So then why are they listening there? Who is listening? I have no clue. But okay. people from West Bengal are listening. Yeah, okay. like that's like our okay. biggest. That is creepy. <laughs> Some of my lovers might be. Yeah, maybe. Um, <laughs> your enemy. <laughs> Can we just do the mental health check? How about that? So I'm gonna say Lara. Oh me. How was your mental health? Um. <laughs> How are you? Well, oh God. Okay. I'm so giddy. <laughs> um. <laughs> how how is my mental health? Not very well. But it doesn't have to do anything with the PhD. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going through a um, small health crisis. Mm-hmm. That is not nothing really. I'm just like kind of waiting for results. Uh, and that's always v- gives me a lot of anxiety. So yeah. that's that. And that's affecting in general everything because I can't really concentrate to do anything. Mm-hmm. So I'm really glad I'm here and I can just chat about shit with you. I get that. Mm, but okay. we're all praying for you. Yeah, that's okay. Don't worry. Don't um, say what? That's such a weird thing to say. Why? To say that we're praying? You sound like a church. It's true, but like, I'm just so used to saying that. Then go to church. Don't don't be you can't be both. Okay. Um <laughs> How is your mental health, Pragya? No, you should go. Why? Okay. 
<laughs> what is happening? Um, not good. What? Yeah. Okay. You know that. No, I we didn't. We had a chat literally yesterday and you were like, you are not okay. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, But um, I'm just grateful that I have people around me who look out for me and um and they're doing the best to i don't know keep me entertained <laughs> through <Same>. this mental <laughs> crisis um i was um uh, a bit sad because in, in india it's already spring and summer and everything and all mm. my friends were like having so much fun mm-hmm. but hopefully summer is here or spring at least is here now no and i <laughs> don't say that it, it's trying to approach it's it trying. has to be because next month is bengali new year oh, and oh wow. that's my favorite festival by the way and um you're gonna have a party i feel like you should i have I, it. I should probably Please tell me that i will be in the uk when this i happens. hope uh, hopefully I mean, not on that day, but I was just thinking that most of the people are going somewhere or the other. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'll have it before. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the day I love looking pretty, being happy. <laughs> I love so, being happy on um, this. I have a deadline uh, to get my mental health on track back before right. that so that I can look pretty, be sassy. Have fun, eat good food. Um, so, get it. So yeah, yeah. At least you have a goal. Like yes, a, I, I do have a, in time. I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I yeah. plan to be happy on this day. Yes, yeah. <laughs> by this day. Not oh, all. sorry, by. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Risa? Um, my mental right to be honest. Um, I slept for two hours and fifty-five minutes. How is that real? Yeah, I don't know how that works. Um, and so I feel like I'm on that energy high. You know when you're like really tired? I get that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you're like, woo! Like, yeah. That's how I feel right now. <laughs> yeah. And so that's all I'm thinking about is that I haven't slept. Um, other than that, I've done like barely any PhD work this week. Um, I'm going to two parties this weekend. Ooh. I know. Where? One in London and one in Leeds. Wow. So I'm going to be like... Traveling, tour the England, tour the France, <laughs> tour the England, whatever, tour the Anglais. Is that how they say it? <laughs> okay, so I'm great. Okay, I'm okay. Yeah. sorry guys. Good, <laughs> this was good. This is good. Yeah, yeah. It's good. Yeah, this is good. Until you fall asleep. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that will happen. So, okay. So last episode with dear Frane, we had a lot of discussions, a lot of serious discussions, but then we also mm-hmm. had a lot of silly discussions about Taurus seasons and being taken seriously or not in academia because of the things that you like and how you mm-hmm. are in general mm-hmm. and we've been wanting to do this episode for some time so we'll talk about pseudoscience yeah. yes. for those who don't know what pseudoscience is it's like fake science but not in a right-wing <laughs> way i know no no not in a right so, way oh, just right, to be yeah. very clear <laughs> not it's like, like flat earth <laughs> <laughs> no flat earth is technically a pseudoscience yeah but, but like um, but that's like, not what we're talking yeah today. like not in a it's about well i guess flat earth is different in the sense that it can be substantiated like pseudosciences are things that can't really be substantiated because the goalposts move so much so mm. like you can't ever say this is not real mm. but there's no evidence to say that it is real like it's just mm. there people believe in this mm. and it is what it is mm. i guess flat earth is like but it's round and mm. we can like we just know it's round mm. so 
conspiracy more like yeah i don't know yeah but i don't know uh, many people could Right. see pseudoscience mm. in many different ways but like i think today yeah. we're talking about things like i don't know astrology and personality tests mm. and yeah. tarot readings and like all of these silly things that yeah as against people who do scientific um research mm -hmm. which is very well, interesting like that's the background i guess yes. um, i'm gonna be controversial about this i love I'll that i would go, love that People who do actual science, I believe, also do pseudoscience. Right. And what I mean by that is actual science can sometimes be pseudoscience. Oh, what so I mean good. By that yes, <laughs> say it. Is, I guess because, as I was saying to you guys in the group chat, um, like it's part of my literature review to kind of explore biological approaches to race. Mm -hmm. And those were very substantiated, and that was science Correct. back in mm -hmm. right. whatever, 1800, whatever. Mm -hmm. Even up until... 20th century even now absolutely like when you do an ancestry dna test you're kind of proving that ethnic groups racial groups are somewhat biological or like you know like there's a lot people look at race in a very biological way people look at gender in a very biological mm -hmm. way mm -hmm. and these are things like essentialism is in itself a pseudoscience because there's nothing to back it up mm. in fact all the evidence suggests otherwise as opposed to um whatever they're saying like we're 99.9 .9 the same 99.9 .9 percent mm. the same racially so mm. um and racial variation is more likely to happen within a racial group than outside of one so that's so interesting right i have yeah. a very similar perspective okay so one of the first things that i read when i started my sociology mm -hmm. undergrad degree which was the first time i was introduced to sociology mm. this paper was on religion and science Ooh. and it was trying to talk about how the way people trust religion is very similar to the ways that people trust science yeah okay. and they took the example of um medicines and how people most people, I don't want to say everyone, because I know some people who check or like, you know, they don't absolutely believe the doctor or they check the kind of medicines that they're given and whatever. But mm. most people, when they go to the doctor, they sort of trust the doctor or trust mm. the medicine in a in a very blindsided sort of way, which is quite similar to how you trust religion. It was a very interesting take on how science and like religion kind of operates yeah in a similar way yeah like the mental models with both yeah yeah, like, yeah 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 i um, think yeah the other question is like are these things just pseudoscience or are they in a way beliefs the things that we're talking about mm. so is anyone because you're never gonna say it like, like people say that like for religion for example mm -hmm. like you say uh, why do you believe in this shit it never happened mm -hmm. or it's all lies or whatever the hell and then you're like yeah it doesn't matter i believe in it, mm -hmm. it i don't mm -hmm. need evidence to believe in Correct. it so i'm thinking is in the same way perhaps astrology something like that as mm -hmm. well could it be like a a belief in a way like i don't mm -hmm. care if it's not really science mm -hmm. i'm just like into it i believe yeah. in this or i want it to be part of my life mm -hmm. yeah. i don't be. know yeah it could yeah um and sometimes religion and science actually also come together so in india mm -hmm. it's very common <laughs> to think of doctors as gods wow. and they say like oh they we call in hindi we call them bhagwan and like there's a 
very like symbolism because doctors save people mm-hmm. from right. dying. Okay. And so but then there's this opposite reaction to it. So when they can't save, mm. they mm-hmm. get like like it has happened so many times that they get beaten by the family members. Oh my god. Oh my god. And like the like, hospitals get Why you just like get, to beat people I, up? Like what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I know, but this is like a very controversial thing which like wow. sometimes it happens that the doctors themselves um push this narrative of like mm-hmm. treat us as gods, but then right. also when back. yeah there's a backlash to it because yeah. they can't yeah and the most interesting thing is that um a lot of hospitals in india have temples inside ah yeah we always have, we have churches that in london we have a we cathedral in one of the big hospitals we that always have a church in the hospital yeah and always like there's prayer rooms mm-hmm. yeah and and it's like it's interesting to see like, how these structures sort of have both you know this scientific structures have yeah. like religious grounds mm-hmm. and then they get inter i don't know connected and like it becomes like a complicated sort of a space i guess i think we see science as like this very empirical thing it's objective it's this it's that and it's never been any of those things right. ever since we've known what science is mm. like Science has perpetuated racism, it perpetuates transphobia, mm-hmm. it perpetuates fatphobia, it perpetuates <laughs> so many things. Like mm-hmm. um even BDSM and homosexuality being mm-hmm. seen as like an like a disorder mm-hmm. rather than just people liking to have fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or like just this yeah. is my sexuality, whatever. Yeah. That's a very people driven as opposed to anything empirical. So it's And yeah, I think after all it's like bias in a way. Yeah, of course. Like and everything has a bias. Yes, but then it's portrayed. It's given to you as an objective. Right. Yes, exactly. Product, you know, that science is objective. This but is getting into course. our next episode. Yes. Like, well. oh. and, and this is not what we are doing right now. We're talking <laughs> okay. about astrology, yeah, guys. Oh yes. Okay. Let's, let's be. Let's be a bit like. But yeah, uh, but like to shift to astrology and to mm-hmm. all this shit and mm-hmm. to go a bit more fun. It's true. I think that a lot of academics, mm-hmm. because like. PhD students, whatever, all of everyone, you are looking for these things that are outside that make less sense <laughs> yeah. to have fun with them <laughs> right. or, or to put, I don't know, your thought into something else. Just yes. because you need to do these things that yeah. are have to be considered very academic and very scientific. All day. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, yeah, I will read my star signs yeah. and I'll put my <laughs> trust on Taurus season or something. Yeah. It's easier. Sometimes I'm just like, yeah, because it's, it's Taurus season. I'm having, uh, I, and I hate Taurus. No, okay, <laughs> I don't. But like, whatever. Uh, it's just, um, yeah, that's why the planets, the planets are, and ret- retrogrades? Retrogrades. Oh, yeah. Whatever. So, Mercury yeah. and Lucas aid. Right. <laughs> so, um, I guess to give like an introduction to astrology for those who either don't know about it or are not that familiar with what astrology is. Um, <laughs> I will explain like the big three, which is what everybody talks about. So your sun sign, moon sign, and your rising sign. So your sun sign is your identity. It is the essence that you shine out into the world. It represents the vital force that drives you to seek the highest expression of your true self. And you can have four different types of sun signs. So you can have an air sign, which is Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius. Um, And they're more intellectually driven and social apparently um then you have fire signs which are aries leo and sagittarius and they're more motivated by like um 
pursuing their goals and like being very aspirational um earth signs taurus virgo and capricorn are more about practicality material needs they are the pragmatists Mm. of the world (laughs) and (laughs) your there's water signs cancer scorpio and pisces and they um are motivated by emotions deep (laughs) i guess emotional (laughs) (laughs) okay so that's the sun we got moon signs and then again there will be all the air water earth fire whatever i just said um and what moon signs are basically they describe your emotional life your feelings desires and all the stuff going on below the surface that might not even be apparent to you let alone other people apparently and then a rising sign is your social personality so it's how you dawn on people so it's like the first impression you make would be your rising sign um it represents your physical body and your outward style. It's an embodied thing. Astrology. Oh my god! Oh, wow. Because <laughs> okay. mine is like really weird, which I found out by the way today. Yeah, she's just. And I am not okay with any of that. <laughs> so, should we go into what ours are? Yeah, let's yeah. do that. Um, I want you to go first, Pragil, because because you keep talking yeah. about it and you keep hinting, so you might as well just okay get um, into it. So whenever I meet someone, um, I always let them know that I'm Cancerian um, mm-hmm. so that they are well, uh, like, accustomed to what... They are ready for what's coming. Yes. Um, Summer baby. And now, today I found out that my rising sign is Scorpio. Oh, no. <laughs> wait. Yeah, go on. And then my moon... <laughs> It's Pisces. <laughs> so basically what that means to those who, again, are not well-versed with astrology is that Pragya is entirely all water. water. So all I'll, three, though. Yeah. At least all the same. Yeah. Yes. I'm 100% water. Um, um, which means you're 100% driven by your emotions. emotions which and that is ridiculous sense. to me. Yeah, it drives your PhD a lot, actually. It really does. Yeah. And no, but I thought I was a more like head over heart person. No, you've never Mm-mm. been. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's just like now everything makes sense. Like, why do I wake up and cry every single day? Okay, I'm kidding. No, I don't. But like most days um, I do have mental breakdowns. <laughs> um, and I don't know what to talk about. Like, do, it's do you just wanna like, read a couple of the sentences I could. or not? Should we? Do we wanna do it or not? Yeah, I think so. Okay, um, I could. Um, so, what basically this combination of things, like having Sun and Cancer, and then Moon and Pisces, and then Scorpio rising, actually means that I am very sensitive, compassionate, and understanding. I really don't want this to be out there because, like, then people would just be like, "Just go on," you know. This person, they would know me then, and I don't want people to know me. Why? Because <laughs> I want to protect myself. Just very emotional. Huh? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, it uh, okay. So mine says that I am instinctively repelled by unnecessary suffering, cruelty, <laughs> or injustice. <laughs> Oh, that is so. so I feel like it's kind of untrue and true. The social just the justice thing is very true. I feel like what was the other one? 
um, that I'm repelled by unnecessary suffering and cruelty. I don't know, because you're on Not a PhD, which is unnecessary suffering that and is cruelty. True. But I think the point is that she doesn't want suffering and cruelty and injustice in general, yes, right? That's all what a Pragya is about. That is very Pragya. She, does, she doesn't want people to suffer because of the type of person they are yes. or where they come from or the what their caste is. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then it says um, that all cancers have very special defense mechanism. And so having cancer sun and Pisces moon, which is me, apparently I hide behind secrecy, which is not true at all. Because no. I'm no. such an open book. Yeah, you open up too yeah. much. In fact. I'm, I'm just like, okay, I'm not. Yeah, I'm definitely not this. Um, and then the last thing that I would say is, what basically this website says is that a female with cancer sun Pisces moon um, may adopt an excessively feminine role in hopes of yes. being swept off in her feet and eternally protected by a knight in shining armor. Yes, that is so I you. See that, yes. Do you? Yes. I'm just like, like, I'm not this person. No, you're like such a, what's the word? A paradox of a person. I get that. Yes. Like in the sense that you're like, Oh, I'm so feminist. But then you're like, oh, I need a man to cook for me. I mean, tell me what to eat. I do need a man <laughs> to cook for me. I think it's a similar <laughs> analogy with like, you know, the really quiet girl. But then it's a sex freak. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Does that make sense? Like you see her and she's like, oh, she looks so pure and so quiet. And, and, and then you're like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a similar like, like balance. It's like this dichotomy of people. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's definitely um, you. That makes so much sense. <sighs> so, so basically, everybody listening to this have will know, know who, I, yeah, who I am. The and, water. Um, th- drip, drip. These sound really accurate, and that's why I'm so like now I don't, I'm not enjoying this anymore because <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely don't believe in astrology. Mm-hmm. But then they say things which <laughs> describe me so well. Yeah. And I don't know whether it's because I know how cancerians um, act mm-hmm. is how I decide to act or it is astrology and like my all the planets are actually, you know, puppeting <laughs> me around. Puppeting. I always yeah. have a similar like doubt because I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I believe in this shit. Probably yeah. not. Yeah. But but like some of it is accurate. Some of it, of course, is so vague that it yeah. could be accurate for anyone. Correct. And especially yeah. horoscopes, like usually, the daily ones. Yeah, yeah, the daily ones. Those. But like these things, sometimes I'm just like, what? The, why? Why the hell does it know me that way? Yeah. Should I go on to mine? Yeah, go on because to I'm yours. talking. Okay, so I'm a Leo. Ooh. Which I just I don't get that vibe from Lara. Really, you same, don't? same. Because I thought you were a Leo's water sign. are very like protagonist, main character energy. Okay, so I'm she not is a main character energy. Lara doesn't give me main character energy. Not like not in a mean way, but, but like in a rom com way or like a <laughs> rom com way or like a you know love no, story way. <clears throat> what am I trying to say? Leo's like sees the main character right like i have to be the main character oh, okay and i don't get that from laura laura's very chill right so mm-hmm. maybe my other signs will clarify that probably yeah. <laughs> my cancer um sorry my moon is in cancer Woo! Mm-hmm. and my rising mm. is in capricorn 
yeah. which I don't Cap- like very much, but it is no, what I it like is. Capricorns. I love it's Capricorns. They're really okay, nice people. Yeah, I guess. So it says, with a Leo sun cancer moon, self-acceptance is your greatest gift. Unlike mm-hmm. most Leos, you do not feel the compulsion to prove your greatness to the world. You are oh. confident and self-assured of my greatness. So I know I'm great, so I don't need to like... <laughs> that is... is <laughs> that for me is not you. Exactly, that's not you Like all. we self-deprecate all the time. <laughs> yourself all the time. All the time. You're just like, oh, I don't know if I can do this. Oh, I don't know if I'm good enough. Oh, yeah. that. I think that's... that's I somehow put... I think I'm more confident than I portray okay mm. i don't okay. know if that makes sense it does okay like but it's like an underlying confidence that you just yeah i have an underlying confidence inside of me right that maybe because you know me that well in a personal level and in a friend level mm-hmm. you don't feel it that much okay but the moment that i am in a professional or academic setting right. like it properly I know that I'm just going in there and I'm seizing whatever is happening right. and that I have I have this sort of like I'm the I'm the it happens to me even if I don't want to do it right. so it's so weird like I might just like if I'm in a room sometimes I take over and I don't like that about myself also okay but I, I have this tendency to to always portray that I'm really confident and I know what I'm talking okay. about yes in in that way now that you say that, like on the masters, I always thought this bitch knows what she's doing. Oh, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> like there is no doubt that I know what I'm doing. Like right. I, yeah. I, I portray this thing and I do it without thinking about it. And so sometimes I'm just like, maybe you should just shut up and let other people talk. <laughs> but I, I think because you know me that well, mm-hmm. it just changes. So I think right. that's kind of my Leo side. But then it also says you're creative, highly emotional, open-minded, and above all, imaginative. Yes. Mm. And with the proper imagina- motivation, you could achieve anything if you have ambition for that it. That is so... Right. Okay, that and, is and so And for you. me, that's so me. It's so you. <laughs> like, I, I think, like, one of the most... Like, the biggest parts of my my personality but also my research mm. is about being imaginative yes. and like being creative and finding other ways to do things what is in the what's, your, what's that radical imagination yes. right yes yeah so i'm like i'm reading this i'm like mm, that, okay. that, that's me uh-huh. somehow yeah, yeah it makes yeah. Uh, but yeah and then supposedly the um, the capricorn is what is like um making me more serious and more like grounded to the to the earth and like kind of like a parental figure yes you are the mother she is like if anything goes wrong with me or in my life yeah the first person i call is her your chosen mother yeah because um nobody no one else can (laughs) deal with that situation she's your golden mother What's okay, that? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that that's an thing? inside joke. You'd better not say it oh, in public. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, but um, <laughs> but she definitely is. But yeah, you know, I don't want to be a mom, <laughs> and I like no, no, not in that way. Like, I, I, I want to be a mom at some point. Me? No, no, that's not what I mean. <laughs> but my problem is that I, I don't always want to assume this uh, responsibility mm, over yeah, everyone. Right. But I do it anyway. Yeah, yeah and sometimes true. I'm like, can I just please fucking chill out? And just right. live my life without up caring about every single person mm. around me. But like mm. I physically can't. No, no. Yeah, like you take on other people's problems. I, yes, I take on yeah. everything that you might give me. And even if you don't give it to me, I'll take it from you. Like I'll find a start. way to, to like, take I also it. feel like when we have those parties or something like yes, that. Yes. Lara is in her element. Yeah. <laughs> like making salads and making like 
amazing tzatziki and this yeah. and that or even and other people's together. parties yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. can i help can yeah, i come can I i'm gonna can bring this can and I? i'm gonna yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> sometimes yeah. i wish i could just chill out to be honest i get that but i don't yeah. think you can <laughs> i don't think i can but okay. yesterday for example that i was in a really bad mental mm, place mm, mm, mm. and everyone came around me and was sort of like pragya was mumming me yesterday mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. was very weird uh, it was weird but yeah. i was i went home <laughs> and i was like I really have great friends and I'm so um, mm. thankful for them because yeah. I know that if something happens to me and I need someone to support me or to sit with me or to take yeah. me anywhere, mm. I have these people around me, yeah, which true. is v- very important in life, I think, in mm-hmm. general. Absolutely. So this Lisa, week was a very, like, it, I had yeah. a very similar, like... A chaotic week? No, like no, no, no. I had a very similar, I don't know, epiphany, like the fact that, oh my God, I actually have people around me to uh-huh. look after me and be worried and care and all yeah. of that so that was that was a really good um i don't know realization i guess mm-hmm. yeah. i think as migrants as well it probably probably is yeah. like mm-hmm. more important even yeah. like to have a good chosen family, family. Yeah, 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 yeah like yeah. a support yeah, system for sure. yeah for sure because mm-hmm. i feel like we do hang out a lot more Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then I also think that that's also because most of us are migrants, and mm. then we sort of like need that um, I don't know family feeling, mm-hmm. and that you're because I, I'm sure like people who actually live here can go back to their yeah. other friends and families and everything. But we just have each other, yeah. and so we always like on the weekends mm-hmm. we have to do something. I feel like I noticed that for Christmas and you guys, right. like when I just like went home, mm-hmm. yeah. Isla went home. I think Vicky went home. Mm-hmm. Like, you yeah. know, we all kind of just went home yeah. and then you guys had Christmas together. Yeah. Because yep. it's like, <laughs> no one's yeah. going all the way home. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. So yeah, that was, that was nice. Um, Cool. Anyway. Mine. Woo-hoo. So I'm an Aquarius son. So yes, my birthday was last month. Merry Christmas. Um, yeah, Merry Christmas. Um, see, I give Leo energy. Anyway, so... <laughs> <laughs> I'm an Aquarius sun. I'm an Aries moon, so Ooh, fire. That's interesting. And I'm a Libra rising, so air. Ooh. I'm two airs and a fire. So I have no grounding, like, yeah. whatsoever. <laughs> I'm just there. Like, You're just like a, a, a fire that is being, like, making... Blown out. <laughs> no, no, but, like, you know when you have a fire and the wind blows, the fire goes, goes like, stronger. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I know, I've been in that sort of fire. Okay. So. <laughs> But like so, <laughs> I forgot what I was gonna that say. That explains so much. Sorry, no, I don't when know I, what, it, what it means. No, when at I all. tell people my like, they ask me, "Oh, what's your big three? And I tell them, they're like, "There's no, there's no like holding you down." And I'm like, "Oh my <laughs> god, like, can everyone relax?" But yeah, um, so my thing, what it says is, with an Aquarius Sun and an Aries Moon, are you a great observer of humanity, but too much of a snob to really join in? <laughs> yes. <laughs> She's a sociologist that just sits <laughs> and just looks at humanity <laughs> and what is happening like, in the oh, world. So when you that. said it was really rude, it's so rude. <laughs> it is actually really rude. <laughs> oh no. And then it said, Do you speak your own mind courageously and convincingly and then wonder why others do not always warm to you in your causes? Talkative and energetic, you are often wrapped up in your own world of ideas and projects. Your excellent mind works in a no-nonsense, quick and efficient manner and you tackle problems with great appetite, getting much satisfaction from grasping essentials and sorting everything out. Um, So apparently I'm 
intellectual, adventurous, and a well-intentioned friend. <laughs> I can see all three of those. <laughs> and I love how they're well-intentioned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's such a well strategically <laughs> yes. chosen it's so word. patronizing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like a really good friend. Yeah. <laughs> With good intentions. With good but, intentions. But I might be crying and you'll be like, mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. This... Okay. <laughs> Wait for it. Um, it says, you speak your mind in no uncertain terms with a special knack of poking fun at the absurdities and hypocrisies of human beings and the status quo. You, <laughs> you may not, however, be aware of how distant you are and appear to others. Yes. This is so mean. <laughs> yeah, like, what the fuck? This is so accurate. <laughs> this is really rude, it's so but rude. very accurate. <laughs> and she's really okay with it. Like, because I'm like, I, 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 I would cry. I'm almost 30. Okay. I know who I am. Okay. Um, and then... Um, it says, if you have a Libra rising, you have natural charm, grace, and poise. Apparently. True. You are extremely social-minded and take pleasure in being with other people in a cheerful atmosphere. <laughs> Parties, holidays, laughter and fun, and good times are what Libra rising individuals revel in. You have a happy and easygoing personality and are full of hope for the future, which I feel like it antagonizes the the other things that it said about my son it, and yeah it's because it doesn't put them together <laughs> right. it's just like it looks at the one thing and then at the other thing right, so you yeah. kind of have to like equalize things right but she is holidays fun yes, times she good is. times partying um, with friends but yeah apparently libra is the sign of balance and apparently i'm deeply upset by cruelty violence and bloodshed i kill a lot of spiders bloodshed so yeah that's that's mine <laughs> <laughs> but like do you guys spend time reading your I don't know astrology things. Oh, really? No. Is it something that plays like a part in your life, or not? Sometimes, mm-hmm. if I'm bored. Okay. So yeah. then I'm just like, okay, let me know. Like, I want to know what's happening in the next fourteen days of my life. <laughs> oh, I never do that. And then I completely forget about it, so mm-hmm. I have no idea whether it's actually true or not. Okay. It's mm-hmm. just like I watch it or read it, and then I forget about it, and then. But like my family, especially my mother, is very, very mm. astrologically driven. Yeah. So okay. she, she sometimes would have these panic attacks, <laughs> literally panic. I'm not even kidding. And then she would call me up and then she would be like, OK, you have to stay away from blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like just like b- before it it used to be like stay away from, um, I don't know, fire or don't do this or don't do that. So this month she was like. Um, please take care of your health. There's something wrong gonna happen. Wrong that's gonna happen, and I'm just like, and it sort of like affects me too at some level because mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, now I have to think about it, mm-hmm. and it's in my head. And you're a water sign, so well, yes. you'll think about it. A but lot. in front of my mother, mm-hmm. like today, I asked her what my birth time was, mm-hmm. and it was ridiculous to her because. In front of my mother, I am a very anti-astrology person. Because <laughs> she's so astrological. Right. I'm just, I have to be that person. Otherwise, she's going to drive me crazy. Right. <laughs> and then, because I asked my birth time for the first time in my entire life, by right. the way. Because I had to find out what my rising and moon is um, for this podcast. So I'm doing a lot for you guys. Um, and then she was like, why? <laughs> and then I was like please just like don't ask me questions and then she was like no you have to tell me why mm. because this is like th- concerning me and then I was just like okay this is like 
for a podcast just fucking tell me yeah and uh, that's how like that's <laughs> yeah that's it's a very complicated relationship. but no same like i've got so much like family and friends who are into astrology and so i have to be the anti-astrology yeah as you know as it says on my astrology <laughs> chart like you know I'm, I'm very much observing the world and thinking that's some bullshit so that's basically <laughs> what i do with this <laughs> i have to be that person um and oh did I tell you so there was one time I was like 17 I was coming home from um sixth form and I was on the bus and this man sat next to me and started talking to me which in London is strange so I was just like oh hi yeah okay like I didn't want him to talk to me and he ended up taking his laptop out and literally asking me my date of birth and time and then he created my whole chart and then he started On reading through my chart. And it was like such a long journey as well. It was like an hour or something. Was he South Asian? No, he was this black man. Oh. He was a black British man. He was just, yeah. he just started talking to me. He get, he got out my whole chart. And my friend was just like sitting on the other side, just looking like, what the fuck is this man doing? <laughs> and <laughs> then he went home and it was so weird. But yeah. <laughs> wow. So I feel like astrology has followed my whole life. It's the moral to that story i think so. at least in cyprus like in the 2000s when we were like children and like then teenagers like mm. growing up it was a bigger thing than it is now like it was like mm. a trend somehow i don't know but like wow. i'd always used to get this teen magazines but 2000s uh, are coming back so yeah i know they're coming <laughs> back so now everyone's talking about <laughs> astrologers again <laughs> but i used to get these magazines and they they obviously they were like these teenage girl magazines that had like you know yeah. advice and all this bullshit inside and then the last pages were always about the astrological readings mm. for the for the week or for the month or whatever it was mm. and i'd be so obsessed with them <laughs> like i don't think i ever like listened to them or took them too much into account but i was mm. obsessed in taking getting the magazine it was mm. the first thing that i would read and i would be like Ooh, who is this person that i'm gonna fall in love with or who am i gonna have a fight with and just like really go into depth and analyze it mm. but i think i sort of used it as a as an excuse to think about things in my life and i think we do that a lot so we just hear these things and then we reflect on our per uh, personality or yeah. whatever is happening right. like from a like a bit outside different lens mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i don't know if that makes sense no that makes sense mm -hmm. yeah no mine is just like uh, in front of the in front of especially indian people mm -hmm. i'm very anti-astrology i get that cause because my auntie <laughs> is really just where's the astrological I was, I was going to talk to you about that like <laughs> the fact that everything in my life like every like when when someone's born mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. you have to make an astrological so i apparently have one oh, too. Really? yeah okay. everybody has one when you take birth in mm -hmm. especially in a hindu family um and then when you get married that mm. chart uh is then gets matched yeah with your partner's chart mm -hmm. yeah and then and then if you're not good, like if it's not good, I don't know the technicalities of it, but if you're not like compatible with each other, mm. then they're like literally people stop other people from getting married. Wow. Or there's something. So so if um, it's usually for women, I don't know if it's for men too, but I might be wrong, but I've only seen women have this. So there's something called manglik. Mm. And this term is basically that... Uh, says that the woman is a bad um, luck for 
their partner right. and okay. if the woman gets married fault. to uh-huh. the man is it the tree thing it is the tree right. thing yes. if the woman gets married to the man the man is going to die mm. so i mean he is, will die regardless this is going <laughs> to this is going to sound so ridiculous but in my <laughs> country in my religion um mm. the woman then is forced to get married to a tree Mm-hmm. Like the literally, there's like rituals done so that the woman gets married to the tree, mm-hmm. so that the tree dies. Environmentalists mm-hmm. take note, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then she can marry the man, um, right. so that the man doesn't die. Yeah. So okay. all of this is like so ridiculous that if you are in that country, you can never actually <laughs> say that like you're. Inverse. Yeah, yeah but it's not like fun and games. It's like ingrained. It's yeah. But somehow your UK personality, yes, is astrology driven. Yes. So you said so it yourself. You'll just meet someone and be like, yeah, I can't say such a can say. No, also but in I my in my safe circles, I can do the same in my in okay. India. I can I can do that, but mm. I can't do that in like society. Do you know what I mean? Like I can't okay. be. Also, what was I gonna say? Maybe you're just generally more astrological anyway compared to someone like here because you've been influenced by astrology so highly in your life like regardless of whether you rejected it or not it's you know things just seep into you like cultural things right that you don't necessarily identify with completely. correct yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah but yeah. they just kind of seep into your yeah system and they just become part of your wiring I yeah. Guess. yeah so then coming somewhere like here where it's not necessarily like systemically ingrained mm-hmm. like it's not part of how societies run mm-hmm. so much mm-hmm. Um, you might be seen as more astrological. Probably, oh, yeah. Wow. Do we have any astrology friends that are good at like doing charts and things like that? I've never done that, but I really want to do like a tarot reading. No, oh, I don't want to do it. I want to go. I some, can't do your tarot some, reading. Yeah, I, I, I'm not that good at it, but I can do your tarot I would reading. Love that. Yes, Thank we should do much. that. But um, no, I was gonna say if anyone that is listening to us is good at astrology and this type of shit, yeah. we need a friend compatibility test Ooh. for the three of us. So I've looked online and there is for two people, so you can yeah. check if your signs match or whatever, but not for three. So if someone knows how to do that, please send it to us. <laughs> I feel like we're drastically incompatible. Three of us. I think you two are very compatible. But I, I feel think like I'm incompatible. But with we need you. Exactly. Like if you weren't here, this would be a completely different conversation. Yeah, true. we would probably end up <laughs> crying every day and in every podcast. Very true. And I will. Leave. You just like sitting <laughs> on a sofa and cuddling and crying yeah, for the whole day, yeah. <laughs> like eating pizza. It or something. It, yeah. Oh, I love pizza. But um, I think that's like I don't know what compatibility means then. Yeah. Because like sometimes I feel like it's not like you and another person having the same sort of personality no, but um for me compatibility outside of astrology is more about having differences but differences that balance each other out so like let's say you're really neat but lara's really messy it might work if lara if you, you're not pissed lara was lara. a man <laughs> no, but I mean, like, or I like that I'm the messy person, and she's a neat I know which it's is definitely not the other way. She's not the case. <laughs> or like, okay, one time I dated this guy who was really like serious about adulting and stuff, and then I'm very like go with the flow. Mm-hmm. But we balanced each other out in that I chilled him out, and he like pepped me up. If that makes sense. So then we're both completely different people, but then we. Oh, I ne- oh my god! Don't get me started. I, I had a messy partner mm-hmm. once, and I hated him. Like I liked him a lot, 
because he was my partner. Sure. But that part of him. Oh my god. I used to cry <laughs> every single day that I'm like just the fact that I'm dating someone who and it was very gendered. It was not just oh, like he was going okay. through things. So it's just he expected you to. He just expected me to do things. Oh yeah, that would kiss me. So and and that was not okay like if I'm fucking cooking for you, you can do the dishes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But I think I think differences become incompatible yeah. when you have a different outlook in life or yes. you want something completely right. different. Right. Yes. So if it's like this type of small things that we can talk work about with. or we can work yeah. with or yeah. maybe they even help each other out. Yeah. So yeah. like as with you, Marisa, like sometimes if we didn't have you, like not get things done in the same way yeah. or be like very, I don't know, just sad flowing around and sad. <laughs> <laughs> but if we had different opinions about life completely mm-hmm. or about what life yeah. is or how we treat people yeah. Yeah. or what we want from life, yeah. then it wouldn't work out. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So it's about your personality type after all, isn't it? Yeah. Which are we moving on to 16 personalities? Are we? Sure. So is that Myers-Briggs, right? Yeah, I think it's based on Myers-Briggs, yes. So Myers-Briggs was a racist. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Wasn't it too like like a what? racist woman and her daughter or something? I what? Know. I have no idea what you're talking I about. I need to Google this. I should have done this before the recording. Yes. But I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yep, there we go. They were racist. Oh, or no. She, oh, no. The racist origin of the popular Myers, Myers-Briggs. Yeah, it was a mum and her daughter. What does that mean? Like, why was this? Why were they racist? Um, um, oh, right. So like- Isabel Briggs Myers was, and her mother, Catherine, were responsible for the Myers-Briggs, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. She was, so the mum was a stay-at-home mum. She kept a diary of her daughter's development, which is how the Myers-Briggs thing came about, I think. Is it like a psychology the- thing? Because the questions to me seemed very like psych eval. Do you yeah. know, like, um, are you this person? Are you that person? What would you do if you were in a party? What would you do if you were? They are. And I think that's the point that a lot of people, that it moves more into pseudoscience for me than astrology. What, Myers Briggs? Yes, because mm, right. in, a, in a way it seems slightly scientific, more yeah. than astrology, more because than. astrology is based on the stars, right? Yeah. But this is asking you questions right. specifically about your personality and then making an assessment that mm. makes sense with the questions. That's why men sort of like are brave enough to put it up on their dating app profile it's just no, so many people do really. people do and they're like social media and stuff yes. like i am an like inf my sister's my sister and her friends at some point were obsessed with it mm. and it was the only p- thing that they would talk about and they would sit down and like uh, try to think about uh, what type of personality person that they know is <laughs> yeah. and, like take guesses and she'd like i was like wow. that's why i know so much about it but <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, so it's very interesting. Myers, Catherine Myers Briggs, whatever her name was, the, the mom, mm-hmm. um, she was interested in personality types and she used her daughter's development to kind of develop personality types. Okay. Her daughter then grew up, became a writer, and wrote novels. Um, and those novels were based on the personality types as well. Um, but then the daughter wrote a novel that, that didn't get reprinted by the publishing house because <laughs> it was racist. Here's an excerpt. Um, one by one, members of a land-owning Southern family began committing suicide when they are led to believe that there is, in our veins, a strain of Negro blood. And so... <laughs> okay. That's my Briggs. Um, oh, wow. Oh, that's disgusting. I, Twitter told oh, me this. this. Shout okay. out to social media. It actually teaches you so much. Um, so, oh. yeah. 
Okay, now you've kind of um, ruined it yeah. for me. Sure. It's just good. That like, now I don't know what to do with the information that they have given me anymore. <laughs> um, well, it was the daughter who was racist. Okay. Not, the, not necessarily the mother. Well, I guess she probably learned it from her mom. But... <laughs> I'm so I'm not okay, okay now I don't know how to transition into <laughs> our personality types <laughs> okay so I should never have said anything I know things about people like Darwin eating the animals and Myers Briggs being racist yeah. okay <laughs> okay very um, interesting yeah <laughs> should we still do this I should okay <laughs> who wants to start <laughs> you go pro- okay sorry I'm reading Prague's one sorry okay let's let's just read them Let's yeah. just go one Which by I, one. Again, today yeah. was a very re- re- revealing day. Have you not done this before? No. Oh. Okay, once I did. Mm. But then I don't, I didn't take it seriously at all because someone else told me to do it. Right. Because they were telling me things and I had no idea what <laughs> any of this was. Right. Even like, again, this is something that I got to know only when I came here. Right. And none of this was a part of my everyday in India, thank Lord. Um, <laughs> so what 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 are your letters? Um, e N F J T. Okay, right. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So how the test works is that they assess you on three, uh, four plus one, so five different uh, letters that mm-hmm. are between two polars. Let's say. Mm-hmm. So you have the first letter in this case, Prague is an E that is extroverted. The other mm-hmm. side is introverted. Mm-hmm. N is intuitive. Mm-hmm. The other side is observant. Observant, and then she's an F, which is feeling instead of thinking. Thinking, and she's a J, which is judging instead of prospecting. Okay, so that's it. And, and then and the A and the T is assertive or turbulent. Yeah. So you basically get assessed through the questions that you make. Yeah. On which of these two sides? you are on and mm-hmm. then and you the get your personality type are very strange they're very weird I can't even it, they, they, I did it today morning and mm. they felt like a reality check yeah, because they were all like, um, when uh, you know when something really wrong happens do you I don't know, cry out loud or do, do um, etc. Like, do you like staying in a room full of people or do you want to stay alone and right. all of those things? Mm-hmm. So it was pretty like, yeah. Okay. Um, so I am ENFJT and... Um, that is called the protagonist, the, the name of the actual personality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it says that... Leo energy. But yeah. yeah. Is it? Yeah. Like main character. So basically my horoscope does not match with my personality right i mean read it and we can see what it says because it might do (laughs) so it says uh that protagonists um feel called to serve a greater purpose in life okay yeah yes (laughs) they're thoughtful and idealistic and they (laughs) strive to have a positive impact on other people Mm -hmm. um and they rarely shy away from an opportunity to, to do the right thing even when doing so is far from easy. Okay, Captain America. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like Captain America. But that's very pragmatic too. Like mm-hmm. she's she's really trying, speaking up for what. She <laughs> <writes>. Yes. <laughs> and then apparently protagonists are born leaders, which I don't know. I don't see myself as someone like that. I don't know. I don't want to read any of these. You don't have to read it. But how yeah. do you feel about the things that it tells you? Do you feel that it's so, accurate or? So it says that I'm. 73 person extroverted which i think is too much 
Mm-hmm. Um, but I can definitely put up an extroverted personality. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yes. Like I'm a very like a social person, yes. mm-hmm. but I can act it out really well. Yes. Mm-hmm. But deep down, I am anxious. Any of that? I'm, I'm very like, yeah. ve- like I'm mm-hmm. so socially anxious yeah. that before meeting new people, I actually <laughs> act it out like how I, yes. I'm gonna <laughs> say. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to say hello. I'm say and I will do it over and over again. <laughs> I'm very, very, like, it's a, it's a whole thing. I get and, that. Um, and then it says I'm 70% intuitive and 30% observant, which is absolutely true. Yes. Because I'm very, like, I'm but not But that's good like at the feeling it. thing again, I guess. I think so, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, like, I, I think I miss out a lot of what's going around me because I'm not very, like, good at social cues mm. but i'm very good at like feeling if someone's uncomfortable someone's anxious someone mm. i just i get it's it very empathetic like, in a way yes but it's also like it gives me anxiety so um in the sense that i think all of these give me anxiety but one of the things that i find really difficult is that when i'm hanging out with someone mm-hmm. i always think that they want to leave I don't Same. know if that No, I know exactly what you mean. Where you feel like you're holding them up. Yeah. Or yeah, like yeah. you don't want to tell them too much because you're like, yeah. I'm talking too much and they don't yeah. want to hear. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I get yeah. that sometimes. And so one See, of I don't care about that. Really? No. That's Leo I'm, energy. <laughs> yes, like I don't give it a shit. Mediocre white man and Leo energy. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> I'm always like, I always think that I sh- That's why I always end conversations before right. someone else does it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that I don't have to hold anyone down um okay, okay. whatever wow. no i completely get it i yeah. get the same thing sometimes yeah. mm-hmm. like especially on the phone i'm like okay i should say bye now because they don't they don't, they don't the, yeah, yeah yeah i get that um and then feeling thinking yes this is very true i'm more feeling uh judging prospecting here yeah, judging means you basically assess the, yes, the situation, situation right yeah right. you, you you're not judgy like in the way that you're judging people mm. but you're judging and you want to assess and think about everything right. before you do it right so this is a very pragya thing also yeah. very yeah, missing yeah, right very, very. you're not like just going into it and no. just like whatever happens let's go no. with the flow yeah, and yeah. you're very messy no. etc it's everything is judged yes to the sure. t right for sure. For sure. and I, that's a very if i'm ever going yeah. with the flow I need to cut the flow. <laughs> like right then. No, and no, there, no. I need like... to decide that I will go with the flow. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a judge decision that today I'm going with the flow, you know. And the <laughs> biggest like the most common advice that I'm given by my friends mm-hmm. is Prakya, please can you just like go with Chill the flow? Chill down. Yeah. Yeah. And like sorry, I can't I just can't do it. Like it's it's just me. So this is a small insider story that I find very funny. Okay. Mm-hmm. But one time me and Pragya were on the bus. <laughs> So me and Pragya were on the bus going to have a nice dinner with our friend Belle, right? Mm-hmm. And we both knew exactly what bus we had to go and where we had to go out of the bus, like in mm-hmm. which stop we had to go out. Like we were pretty certain, but we were both on Google Maps <laughs> looking at our phones. Mm-hmm. Like every every like 30 seconds to make sure that we're getting out in, this, in the right stop. Right. And usually I'm the one that's doing this and I'm like obsessed like that. Even if I know where I'm going to the same place every oh, day, sure. mm-hmm. I'll just get obsessed into checking that I'm not actually yeah. wrong. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I don't know a lot of people that would do that, <laughs> especially when they are with someone else, right? That knows where they're going. <laughs> but me and Prakya, 
<laughs> still look we kept on doing that in our phones and i was just like i can't believe that someone else also does it also right. in my bus mm-hmm. i'm always like Oh my god! Someone else is gonna see that I'm co- continuously checking. The, yeah, um, and they the don't route. know that you don't know where you are. Yeah. yeah, so I do it like in a very like uh, <laughs> suspicious way. way. Yeah, that's yeah, how yeah. I Shazam as well. Yeah. Like I don't want people to know I don't know this. <laughs> <laughs> The, the best result that you got because I saw your face when you were doing your test yes. is the A and the T, which is the fifth letter that yes. separates a personality yes. type into two. She got a hundred percent turbulent, like one hundred percent. What does it mean? I don't know. So the one side is that you're turbulent, and the other side is that you're assertive. Yeah. yeah. So assertive is that you know exactly what you want and you're going for it. Right. Right. But turbulent is like, okay. it, it's not fl- go with the flow like the yeah. judging is yeah. and not, but it's more like, I don't exactly know what's happening. What's I'm up on the yeah. air kind of oh, style. Okay. okay? Yeah. That makes sense because I'm the T as well. Also, I'm definitely <laughs> not assertive. Like, I am, well, like, I cannot have a conf- confrontation. Sorry, confrontation. Right. I am very scared of confrontations. Like, if but something. No, like, you're scared of confrontation in like a weird way. Not what in like mean? a normal way. <laughs> like being scared of confrontation is like, oh, I don't want to have this troubling situation. No. Whereas like you don't even want to say excuse me to someone no. when you're like walking past. <laughs> I don't want to. I'm just like, I do not want to bother anybody <laughs> yeah. or you just want to just not be there no yeah 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 yeah. so it's 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 a lot of things yeah but um yeah so the, should we move on to mine because it's yeah, so yeah, yeah. similar yeah. and we yeah, can discuss the sure. differences so pragya was enfjt yes and yeah. i am i nfja so oh. our only difference is that she's extroverted and i'm introverted yeah and i'm assertive but pragya is turbulent and i'm right. very assertive right. like i'm on the other end i can imagine so like what the, is the name of the personality uh it's the advocate right okay Ooh. which also makes that sense. does make sense it yeah does. so i'm reading the first like couple paragraphs of this thing advocates may be the rarest personality type of all Ooh. but they are certainly they certainly leave their mark on the world idealistic and principled they aren't content to coast through life they want to stand up and make a difference mm-hmm. For advocate personalities, success doesn't come from money or status, but from seeking fulfillment, helping others, and being a force for good in the world. Right. While they have lofty goals and ambitions, advocates shouldn't be mistaken for idle dreamers. People with this personality type care about integrity. They're rarely satisfied until they've done what they know to be right. Right. Conscientious to the core, they move through life with a clear sense of their values, and they aim to never lose sight of what truly matters. Not according to other people or society at large, but according to their own wisdom and intuition. Right. Aww. That is very... That's so cute. That's so me. Yeah. Like, I, I just, like, the first time that I read it, I was like, oh, this is so weird. But it, it just keeps on saying different things that are very close to me. So also this thing of caring about other people, mm-hmm. but also wanting good and putting yourself out there as a person mm-hmm. that is there to advocate for other people. Yeah. It, if they're close to you or farther than you, and that's like, I don't know, it just literally says in a big green box, <laughs> nothing lights up advocates like changing someone else's life for the better. But then mm. it goes back to like the mothering thing as yeah, well. It yes, does. exactly. It, does, it yeah. all kind of links. But it also talks about this thing that you try to bring people close to you and be- bring people close to each other, which is a thing that I do all the time. Mm. So like I'm trying to do this family situation that we yeah. talked about before, like even 
here or bring people together and like yeah. sort of mm-hmm. care about them. Yeah, I would not have been a part of this friend group if like Lara didn't actively <laughs> feel like you have to come Same. and be a part of this Actually, group. that's very true because Lara invited me to her barbecue Correct. and uh, Pragya uh, said, are you sure? So like, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> And somehow I always do it through barbecues. So I just do barbecues <laughs> and invite people yes. because you'll ask multiple friends and they say, like, they'll say the same thing. I invited them to barbecue. <laughs> oh my God, who's going to be the season? Ooh. I'm excited. It's a new addition. New addition. But you know, I don't do it intentionally and I don't also don't intentionally pick people. Mm-hmm. I just have this sort of intuition that I see someone mm-hmm. and I hear what they say and like type of vibe that I have with them. And I'm like that person will be my friend right. like in a week yeah. and that's it and i just do it. i don't I love know that. I get that yes yeah, so, so the difference is that i'm i which is actually i'm like pragya was like 70 something percent i'm like right on the brim so i'm like 51 or 52 mm. so i'm very close between the line of introverted and extroverted mm. and i think a lot of people that don't know me very well think that i'm extroverted because i portray mm. this like yeah. you know very outgoing friendly i like to, to do social stuff I don't see you like that, but mm. I can yes. see why others would see mm-hmm. you like that. Yeah, But yeah, like, yeah. I get really drained mm-hmm. by yes. being with a lot of people, especially people that are outside my circle. Mm-hmm. So I could mm-hmm. be with my friends all day long right. and I could be with you guys and I could be with people that I feel very comfortable in. Mm-hmm. But like, if, if I go to a social setting or I need to put out myself out there and with people that are like a little bit outside of my comfort zone... Mm-hmm. Then I get a migraine (laughs) (laughs) and I need to rest for a whole day to recuperate, like to to, to fill my social batteries or something. So it's like a fine line. And then, of course, I'm assertive, like like um, I'm the type of person that will. She is she she's also you are also that person who tells me just like you can just tell this to that person. Yeah, just 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 say it. Just Just go and say it. it. And I can't. (laughs) I cannot do it. But <laughs> I always see you telling me that I can. And I see where our differences lie. Like, I keep on saying that Lara and I, we are very similar people. But mm-hmm. also that's in where these, we diverge. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Where, diverge, where you're very like, I'm going to say it to this person if this is going, like, yeah. if this is bothering me. And I'm just like, I am never going <laughs> to say, I'm never going <laughs> to speak to this person ever it's okay they can live their lives i can live mine so if you if you look at the strengths and weaknesses i'm not gonna read through because we have kind of talked about them but the one weakness Mm -hmm. that i think is very close to my heart Mm -hmm. is that i'm prone prone to burnout okay right which is basically because you are such a perfectionist Mm. and you want this you have like this larger call and motivation that is like to to do something with whatever you're doing you just put a lot of uh, pressure on yourself and exhaust yourself and don't balance your drive with actually self-care and what you can Mm. do what you can actually achieve Mm -hmm. so i think that's my biggest weakness in general as a person and somehow this stupid personality test of this racist person got it on point (laughs) (laughs) which i'm kind of sad about now but (laughs) they got it on point but then again i'm just like they ask you those questions Mm -hmm. so there's a system to it i don't want to say that yeah okay sure (laughs) no 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 i I don't want to say that it's science or it's like it's something that you should believe in Mm -hmm. i just want to say that it has some because like, like it, i said like your psycho- information if you go to a psychologist it. yeah sh- 
they she whoever this person would also do a similar sort of thing where right. they would ask mm-hmm. you certain questions and figure you out as a person mm-hmm. but i just also think the thing the difference between like a psychologist and this is this is like a, a system it's kind of like ai mm. oh let's not get into that um <laughs> but it's like a system that's just like you give it information and then it spits out a result right. mm-hmm. whereas if you go to a psychologist or someone else mm. you give the person that information they process it with their mind right. and then they come to a conclusion right. based mm-hmm. on what you've said how right. they've perceived you right etc etc no, which knowledge not, and everything yeah, right? yeah and then yeah. it's not algorithms well. mm-hmm. it's like a person right yeah. which obviously has its drawbacks as well but mm-hmm. um but i think also that's part of the drawbacks of this test as well it's also about how honest you are about yourself and how you Mm -hmm. perceive yourself maybe not even like you might not even intentionally be lying you Mm -hmm. just see yourself a certain way Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and therefore but that's the same for a psyche well too like i would say that but yeah so the i have pretended to be a very different person in front of my therapist um right uh, because i was very scared to put myself out there but yeah. your therapist might pick up on that because yeah, so, they see your face they so, see you in person and then that was the difference like that I was saying biases yeah. as well yeah. like mm-hmm. the therapist could have biases towards you that right. influences their perspective right. of you mm-hmm. too um, so I feel like there's no there's no real answer we don't know who yeah. you are but I think <laughs> a person is more subject to change which sort of like makes right. it more like mm-hmm more interactive so yeah so maybe first day of my therapy i might feel like that but then second right. day yes. i might feel very differently mm-hmm. and then they, they might also yes. yeah 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 but these are algorithms and like uh, also like very like static right um measurements of like yeah you, you have are. to keep doing it over yeah, time yeah too. yeah can yeah. i have a very hot take yes for me Love tarot it. is sort of the same thing Ooh. so tarot readings right, right. Because you have this card, you pick this card or this deck of cards mm-hmm. that have under them like an underlying meaning. And mm-hmm. if you believe or not into whatever your energy and you pick it, the right card that, that represents you, that's a different story. Mm-hmm. right? That's one equ- part of the equation. The other part is that you pick out this card that has like a general meaning under it. Right. But the person that is doing your reading or even if you're doing it yourself, you're just in a way taking pointers from from the card and from what it represents Mm -hmm. and being reflective or interviewing someone almost about their life or connecting the dots with your personal experience or the other person's experience Mm -hmm. so in a way it's either it could be a form of therapy and it could be also an interview right so i'm wondering if there's any researchers that have done interviews using tarot cards like i have to check into that but that would be so cool that would be so cool yeah I like I really want to do that. Like sort of like uh, ideas. Should we do that? Maybe like a short project. Yes, yes, yes. yes, Do that. (laughs) Okay, Lisa, go to your personality test. I am INTPT, (laughs) which (laughs) is I can't see that. It's called the logic. I can never say logic, but a person logician, 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 logician. I wish I actually did the test before this podcast. I've done the test four times, so. And I always get this. Okay. Yeah. So um, I guess it's my thing. Um, but what we do, apparently, we pride ourselves on unique perspectives and vigorous intellect. They can't help but puzzle over the mysteries of the universe, which may explain why some of the most influential philosophers and sci- scientists of our time have been INTPTs. Um, this personality type is fairly rare, but with their creativity and inventiveness, logicians aren't afraid to stand out from a crowd 
I'm not going to read the rest because I can't bother. Wow. Um, but this is so interesting because your astrology thing and this one is mm-hmm. saying a really similar thing. Yeah. So you're basically right. this person that is a little bit outside of, of, yeah. of humanity of or of <laughs> yeah, what yeah. is happening. <laughs> and you're just like researching it or looking into it. Yeah. And you're like a v- like very intellectual and very smart, which guys, Marisa is so smart. Which is so true. Yes. Okay. A- um, a- but it's also <laughs> like no, but it is. Like you say such... And she's also very well articulated mm-hmm. like it's not just okay. like <laughs> it's not just not it, no but it's not just like smartness or knowing mm-hmm. things but it's also like communicating them mm-hmm. to everyone well, so i'm pretty sure this one i've read it before but i'm pretty sure it said like you're actually bad at communicating it said no, something like co- no one understands you just no live your not life. The communication <laughs> right but, like communicating which is different like okay as in like not your feelings or something i'm just your <laughs> when i want to understand something i'm just like marissa can you just explain this to me and then when she explains it it's really well explained okay so that's what i'm saying you are not yeah i i can't figure you out so you're definitely not good at communication no. so um yeah. but yeah i am the i am <laughs> so yeah that's me like i'm apparently i think a lot and i have ideas questions and insights Ooh. and all good for i PhD. find myself conducting full-fledged debates in my own head i do that i can see that yeah like i fully talk to myself at home that's why i don't mind being alone because i have good conversations alone <laughs> but like um but yeah so that's mine but I feel like this is where Myers-Briggs annoys me sometimes mm-hmm. because I recently read ENTPT. So just I took the introvert out and made it extrovert. Mm-hmm. And that's called the debater. Mm-hmm. And I am very that okay. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so they say, quick-witted and audacious, debaters aren't afraid to disagree with the status quo. In fact, they're not afraid to disagree with pretty much anything or anyone. Mm-hmm. Um Oh, few things you. light up people with their personality type more than a bit of verbal sparring. And if a conversation veers into controversial terrain, so much the better. <laughs> so, like, but like that is also me. Like I can uh-huh. see myself in both personality types. But was your percentage close? I can't remember. remember because probably it is because I it think must you have been similar. like a fifty sixty or something. Yeah, it's, you feel similar like me in mm-hmm. in that way of. Like, we like social occasions and to be with people and to spend time. But, like, again, you need your alone time. Yeah. And I know that you need you need your alone time maybe even more than me. And I like to argue. Yes. I do. I yeah. hate alone I time. I really like to argue. I hate being with myself. But I like to argue about things that matter. No, not even things that matter. Like, someone <laughs> could just say something and yeah. and I can't not. Like, it boils inside of right. me if I don't mm-hmm. say something. Yes. <laughs> and, like... um. Like, to the point that I now have to, like, walk away and just get to a place where I can't hear. Because I can't actively just hear someone speaking <laughs> and then not, like, say something back. But no, like, I have a real problem with that I'm so opinionated and I can't not be opinionated. I can't keep my opinion to myself. Right. I have to be, like... But I love that. But I, exactly. Like, it's a, it's a it, good I thing. hate it because I'm, like... No. It stresses me out sometimes. I'm like, I shouldn't be arguing about this. It but doesn't if you want matter. To, but if you want to stay in academia, it's such a good skill. Yes. Because sure. then you can critically analyze everything. everything. Mm-hmm. And that's literally <laughs> academia in a phrase. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I feel like I'm a bit of both. Um, I'm a bit of like a thinker where I just think stuff and then a 
argue where, where I just argue stuff that you think <laughs> that about. I thought yes. about. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah I can't say I'm but, but one or the other should we should we have also have a conversation about like what does it mean for our PhDs or like I don't know and maybe as closing remarks because we don't have that we're just like yeah. running over time yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. crazy yeah, yeah. yeah. I was what gonna was say like one small thing because mm-hmm. I was looking in my emails to see if I had like the 16 personalities mm-hmm. thing oh. sent to me and I couldn't find it but what I did find mm-hmm. was um <laughs> Like when I got a new job mm. one time, mm-hmm. this woman said, hi, Marissa, please take the following Myers-Briggs 16 personality test. What? Um, you need yeah, to answer as honestly that. as possible so we can see if you'll fit in the team and the culture. In a job? Yes. It's right. a very corporate thing that people No. Do. And it, it was is. like, no. Yes. I don't even remember okay, doing that, but that is so anymore. strange to me. Because it very mm-hmm. much is a pseudoscience and people are like, like A lot of what? workplaces do that. So I, I've even heard about <laughs> stories, like online, not a person that I know, oh like God. like actually know, but like you didn't get hired in the end because your personality type didn't <gasps> fit with the group of people that you were going to work with. So they assess you. Probably they look into, is this person going to be trouble? Is they yeah. going to be against the team flow? Imagine it, it, it was like technology, technology finance shit that people yeah. do. It was like technology, STEM, mm-hmm. which is very like projected as very scientific. Mm-hmm. But then they need you to, you know, take personality. It's corporate tech. bullshit. Yeah, fuck the oh, my it's God. HR corporate bullshit. But yeah, closing remarks. How it affects your PhD? Happily, nobody has asked me my personality test on this journey. Yeah. Um, I guess it does put into question what you consider objectivity what you consider science what you consider empirical evidence Mm -hmm. what you consider academia is in the place of belief like Mm -hmm. um how important is academia is academia more superior to all these small things i said superior and small so (laughs) but no like you know what i mean yeah i know what you mean it makes you think like what is real what is not it gets very ontological very but like as people that do qualitative research Mm. And that are very much into n- not a very objectivist mm-hmm. uh, point of view in, in, in knowledge in general. I think you could even question some of the research that you do and be like, yeah. how is that exactly different from these things? Mm-hmm. And also, possibly the fact that I should be, it's what we said before, I should be going into and making clear that this research is from this specific, from myself. Th- that's yeah. why we have to acknowledge where we come from mm. and what we are doing. Because if not, then we just pr- portrayed as the one objective true and that everything is scientific. Mm-hmm. That's not the case. Absolutely not. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think we're more um, open to it in a way. Yeah. I think so. We're yeah. all very social constructionist. and mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. No? No. You're not? But not? No. I thought you were. I don't want to call myself a social constructionist. Why? Um, but all the theories you believe in are social construction, aren't they? Yes, <laughs> to a certain extent. Okay, but um, I I don't I don't want to say that I'm a social constructionist okay. at all. Yeah, no, I'm not. Um, <laughs> no, but a bit. Um, I, I don't think I I don't think Marx would be happy if he was told that Marxism is social construction. I mean, it kind of is. 
Uh, mm. different, should we do an epistemology ontology oh. podcast? Oh, maybe it's so, so boring. Yes. For no, a lot of no, it's it so, would be so interesting. Really? And so many people don't understand it when they go into social science. Yeah. I still don't yes. completely understand yeah. it. Yeah, you do. So, so the other day, my, my students were asking me what this means mm-hmm. because also we are not in a sociology field, so they're just architects. They're just like, right. it's, it's something kind of external. And I was trying to put it into mm. words, and they were looking at me like, uh, like what? Right. No, uh, but, but I but think some of them it was very eye opening for exactly. some of them. Exactly. I mm-hmm. think every field should understand its ontology and epistemology. Hundred percent. Because it really it tells you about the roots of ideas and mm-hmm. how reality we see reality and how reality is constructed or not or whatever. However right. you believe yeah. and however you do your research. But I feel like it also dismantles like what we think of life sciences and stuff like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Like right. it stops us from doing that same mistake of thinking the life sciences are right. Yeah, and letting it like using it as a way to perpetuate mm-hmm. injustices, I guess, in the world. Mm-hmm. If you understand, oh, these are people behind this, and people yeah. interpret things and they analyze mm-hmm. things, mm-hmm. and that's why we think the way mm-hmm. we do, and that's subject to change. I think, yeah, that works. Yeah, yeah. Sure, <laughs> I um for me um I don't know astrology and like pseudoscience is a way of um coming to terms with multiple possibilities. Right. It's a very weird thing, but like for me it's just like if to understand whether astrology is real mm-hmm. because it's objectively real. Right. Or whether it's real because a lot of people believe in it. Right. Is mm-hmm. really like an interesting thing. Yeah. Which I sort of like try to negotiate with. Mm-hmm. And when we do our research mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We find similar things, you know, because a lot of people have beliefs in certain systems mm-hmm. and s- which might not look, which might look to you very fake or very, you know, not believable. But you might find these group of people really believing in it, right? Mm-hmm. like biomedicine, for example. Right. Um, and so I sort of use these things, pseudoscience, as like a good way of and like like an analogy Mm-hmm. to how we could look at our own research, like Lara said. But yeah. also teaching yourself to open up yeah. right. to yeah. other things. To possibilities. Mm-hmm. And I think, especially, we're all talking to participants, and participants will have their own level of pseudoscience, beliefs, Absolutely. everything, mm-hmm. yes. and understanding yes. that. Yes. This social constructionism, yeah. guys. <laughs> understanding that this is how they construct their reality, and this mm-hmm. is what reality is for them, mm-hmm. whether you believe in it or not mm-hmm. is i think very important right i think on a lighter sense all of these things are part of my personality mm-hmm. that is at the same time very separate from my phd but it also it's not mm-hmm. now that i'm thinking about it i've mm-hmm. never thought about this before but i i say this to people sometimes between joking and being serious mm-hmm. but like i'm a bit of a witch but like <laughs> a good witch okay <laughs> It's like, and, and there's other things about me. Like, I like to be connected with the earth mm-hmm. and right. with nature. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm very open to how I feel about, mm-hmm. in general, about the life, about other people, about the universe around me. Mm-hmm. And in that way, and this is, a, I hate the word spiritual. Mm-hmm. And so. I know that Prague has told Marisa too. Mm-hmm. But I hate the word, but in a sense, it is what it is. Right. Like, whilst I don't believe on a one specific god i know that there is things yeah. happening around me like when i was uh, younger i was fully believing in fairies mm-hmm. and i Aww. still kind of do now if you ask okay. me so, that's so adorable <laughs> like tinkerbell N- not that type okay. of fairies but like that there is other things around me right 
mm-hmm. that I cannot understand right and i can't see them and i can't touch them right but because i can't see them and i can't touch them and i can't prove them scientifically right i'm not saying that they don't exist Mm -hmm. right so there is things that influence me around me whatever that is like uh, energies fairies the trees the earth Mm -hmm. then i don't know the elements but and sort of i have a connection with them that's Mm -hmm. why i call myself a witch sometimes (laughs) jokingly (laughs) But like, I don't know, just like growing something or cooking something or doing something like that or being in the nature and just letting yourself like be one with the air and shit like that. (laughs) I sound so stupid. No, I think I get what you're saying. And I think it's an important thing for myself like to ground myself and to understand that I'm this being that exists in this very big universe, Mm. that there is a lot of things around me and I'm somehow part of it. Right. And just like finding peace in that. Yeah. Right. That's like a very important thing for, for my for myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think all this astrology and personality types and all of these things kinda like fit into that part yeah, of myself. Right, yeah. I don't I feel like I feel like doing this PhD has actually opened me up to those things more. Mm-hmm. Like um pseudoscience type things. Because prior to that, as the science babe that I am <laughs> i feel very (laughs) no like i feel very i've always been very cemented in if i can't prove it it's not real Mm -hmm. and like i still feel like i am like like religiously i'm agnostic because i'm like i can't prove it Mm -hmm. but i can't disprove it Mm -hmm. so that's where i am especially in times of crisis right Mm -hmm. because that happens to me a lot like in times of crisis i become very like spiritual religious all those things Mm -hmm. like because i become I, I feel like you seek I'm, help from something yeah, outside something of outside. you yeah. and, and it, not, it doesn't have to be a person mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because I feel like I'm also that person who can't take it from another person because mm-hmm. it bothers me that I'm taking their time or energy or whatever right. so then I'm just like I have to look for things which are not which are abstract mm-hmm. but I can grasp, I know, onto, grasp onto it or mm-hmm. hold onto it especially in times of crisis like I get that. Um, But yeah, I just feel like doing a life science thing has really, like studying biomed was really conducive with my personality, I think, because Mm -hmm. I do think like that. I'm more of a thinker. I'm not a feeler. I'm like, I I need to, I'm just very pragmatic in that sense. Rational in a way. Yeah. So I'm like, that sort of works for me and I've never questioned anything. And then Mm -hmm. I feel like doing this PhD, doing our master's, doing our PhD does make you question like, what are even these things why do we think like this why it makes you think so much that you start to kind of like you said open up mm-hmm. and start accepting other ways of thinking mm-hmm. and other ways of believing and understanding the world which i guess is a good thing so my phd sometimes is a good thing mm-hmm. yeah it is, I think yeah. it's a good thing in general yeah sure should we <laughs> close on we that should, note yes. Yes, yes um we love you Yes. Um, even if you're a Scorpio, astrology signs and like I don't know, oh, yeah. personality types. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Um, make sure, yeah, you're on sixteen. Oh, no, no, no don't I won't plug it. And they can do whatever, whatever. Yeah, they they're want. racist. Um, but like, <laughs> make sure, yeah, check your thing and see if you think that it is like you. Also, you can send voice memos on the podcast. Oh, wow. but I don't know how to do that. We'll figure it out until we publish what? this. Yeah, who can? Like, 
listeners, listeners. I was going to say viewers they can't see us okay. um, listeners can actually send voice memos and we can put it in the podcast Ooh. so if you're brave if you're enough, not serenading me then there is no need to but no it would be nice if they kind of <laughs> like <laughs> send voice memos of yeah. I don't know whatever they want yeah how whatever they, they want how much anything how much they love us anything about the episode that resonates or whatever oh we could do a thing in this in the next episode like mm-hmm. in always the next episode a segment yeah. in the start about what our viewers said about the previous episode maybe I that's if they talk you know yes, our yes, listeners are very like anti-us which is so rude except bell except bell shout out to bell like shout always but and Nabila's trying, so okay. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you just bell text me every time she listens to the podcast, and she's like, "Oh, that thing that was about me, wasn't it?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we have to actually go, guys, because yes, um, we're sorry for the length of this episode. Mm-hmm. No, um, we're not putting out another two-hour episode at all. Probably yeah, we, we probably will. will. Really? Yeah, yes. this is We've really been talking long. talking for two hours. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, Sorry, okay, guys. I'm just putting my thing down. But no, you no. know, you can like listen and then and stop do and other things yeah. and then listen. Yeah, while you vacuum. Like yeah, while you vacuum and shake okay. that ass in the mm-hmm. living room. Sure. All right, then. Love you. Love, Love you. you. Bye. Bye.